Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Deep below a snowy cobblestone streets, tucked away in a network of winding subterranean tunnels lives a civilization of hardworking mice and terrified of bears who live above ground. Unlike her mice friends, Celestine is an artist and a dreamer. Hence the beginning, and she strikes up a relationship, an unlikely relationship with her bear best friend, Ernest. We're joined today by one of the co-directors of this wonderful Oscar-nominated animated film, Ernest and Celestine. We're joined by Benjamin Renner. Benjamin, welcome to film school. Thank you so much for being here. Can you can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Okay, we're a little bit low on volume. I was make sure. Well, uh, thank you so much uh, for uh, your work on this uh, film. Uh, it has been universally um, celebrated as one of the best uh, films of the year, uh, let alone uh, one of the best uh, animated films, Oscar nominated. Um, tell me a little bit about your involvement. Is uh, one of the co-directors uh, of uh, Ernest and Celestine. Yeah, well, um, I started working on the project. Uh, I just, I was just leaving school. And mm-hmm. The producer uh, called me to work on the film. And as I was not uh, ready to, to make a long feature film, I was too young and I had no experience in, in the matter. So uh, I was joined by two co-directors called Vincent Pata and Stéphane Aubier. They, they made a, an animation film called uh, A Town Called Panic. And mm-hmm. together we started working on the graphic adaptation because it's a series of books, so we had to adapt the graphism to animation. And we worked on the on the script and the storyboard and everything until we finished the film. Now, was there a particular... Now, with Vincent Patar and uh, Stéphane Aubier, was there a division of labor involved in putting this together? Did you have one area, and or did you, did you kind of collaborate all across the board on this? Yeah. Well, it started. I was supposed to. I was supposed to mainly work on the graphic adaptation, on the graphic, the, the artistic direction of the film, and there we're supposed to work on the narrative part of the film. But when we started working together, we we trusted each other a lot, so we started joining force on every matter. So uh, we we worked a lot. I worked a lot on the storyboard with them, and they worked with me, uh, giving me advice on the artistic direction. So it was. It was more or less like sharing a lot, uh, everything, and and trying to make everyone happy about all the decisions. Mm-hmm. Now, um, it is uh, a film that is uh, the the version I saw was uh, a cast of American performers. Yeah. Was this originally in French, and then you? How did that work out? Is there a number of different? Are there other languages involved in yeah. in the making of this film? Well, to be honest, we. We weren't expecting when we made the film that it would be dubbed in English uh, one day. So it was made completely in French. Mm-hmm. French. It was supposed to be for French audience, and we didn't think about an international career. So we we finished the film in in France, and and when it was finished, uh, um, a distributor called G Kids came came to us and asked to make the dubbing of the film because he thought that was. Uh, 
but could be interesting to have a dubbing for the American audience. Mm -hmm. So we did, and it was quite a long work, but really worth it, because I'm really happy with the dubbing. I think it's really working. It's different from the French version, but in a very good way, because for me, it's the first time I discovered the film, because doing an animation film, you just keep watching your film over and over again, and I couldn't hear the French voices anymore. So just Mm -hmm. hearing the American voices, it was really good thing for me. Ah, now, I want to uh, let our listeners know that the American, the English language version of it f- features yeah. Forrest Whitaker as yeah. Ernest, uh, Mackenzie Foy as uh, Celestine, yeah. m- uh, Lauren Bacall, Paul <coughs> Giamatti, William Macy, Megan Mullally, Nick Offerman, and Jeffrey Wright. And um, the story, as you said earlier, comes from a series. It's part of a series of books. Yeah. And yeah. tell us a little bit about the background on the on that. Yeah, well, these books, are, I don't know if they have been published in the U.S. I know they've been published in, in England, so you can find them in, in English language because it's been translated, and it's a series of books. There must be a, almost 30 books. Mm-hmm. It was drawn by Gabrielle Vincent. She's a Belgian author, mm-hmm. and she wanted to tell about her daily life, so she created those two characters, and she, she kind of put her own adventure, in a way, in, in these books, and... So it's like Ernest and Tessie's go picnic or they go to the circus or they play music and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's very tender, really beautiful and very sensitive, emotional stories. So if you have ever the opportunity of reading them, it's wonderful. Yeah, and that definitely comes across in the animated version of Ernestine, Ernest and Celestine. In, yeah. in that, I'm sorry, in yeah. that, uh, in this, uh, particularly in in uh, the character uh, Celestine, voiced by Mackenzie Foy, is it, just uh, such an endearing um, take on that character, and uh, just wins you over immediately with uh, with the performance that she gives. Um, um, what was interesting about uh, Ernest and Celestine was that uh, that there are what appears to me to be some kind of uh, cinematic influences in the way that you um, animated the film. I, I've read, you know, influenced by Buster Keaton and sort of a Bugs Bunny, but the Bonnie and Clyde part of it was surprising to me. It's sort of outlaw that these two were, in some ways, they were outlaws. Um, yeah. They were outlaws not only from the law, but from their own culture. Yeah. Uh, tell, tell me a little bit about that in, in developing that storyline. Yeah, well, it's, um, it was all of um, the story was developed by Daniel Penac. He's a very French, uh, very famous French novel uh, author, and he's known to be like you know this kind. He likes this kind of story and this kind of heroes, which are who are not really heroes. I mean, who are against not against society, but just you know they just want to do things by themselves and mm. they just live aboard, but they they. They, they they have a way of living that they love and just about emotion and uh, and uh, and just pa- passion and stuff like that. So he's really into this kind of thing, and he made a wonderful version of for kids. You know, like uh, it's almost like uh, you say Bonnie and Clyde, but it's also almost like a Romeo and Juliet story, like uh, mm-hmm. but more with friendship. So it's really about passion and just uh, finding the right person with you and just having fun with, with this person. It is, and, and I want to again. I want to underscore. By the way, we're speaking with Benjamin Renner, co-director of the film Ernest and Celestine, along with Vincent Patar and Stefan 
Javier. And in it, an Oscar-nominated animated film, uh, winner of the Francis Caesar Award for Best uh, Animated Feature, uh, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, extraordinarily positive uh, reviews yeah. of the film. Um, the, 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 the animation style, uh, the palette you used is a bit, um, uh, it's understated, shall we say, in the color scheme and, and such. Again, was that part of a decision that was made by you and, and the animators and the, the three of you decided? How, how did that come about? Well, it really, it really comes from the books. I mean, okay. we, there was a sort of obvious way we wanted to adapt the film. Mm-hmm. And also I have, a, I have a very big passion for, for this kind of animation, these watercolor uh, looks and everything. So it was kind of something that came up really fast when we started working on the film, and we, we agreed on that really quickly, on this typical uh, artistic uh, direction. Yeah. Um, what have you, as, as a filmmaker, uh, how long did this process take well, from start to, to finish? How long was well, it? It took me four years and a half, I think. Oh, my. So what was the what was the and you know what was the the surprising takeaway for for you as a as a filmmaker? What did you learn that you hadn't expected to to learn or hadn't anticipated? What did you come up with? Well, I think one of the biggest things I learned is I never thought I could one day direct a long feature, especially right after school. Through the whole film, I thought I would never be able to <laughs> to finish the film. I mean, it was too crazy for me and. I couldn't believe I couldn't finish it. And to be honest, at, even at the very end, I thought something was going to go wrong. Or, I don't know, maybe it's, I, it was a really strange feeling, but I, I only believe that I directed this film at the, when I first saw it in Cannes, mm. Cannes Festival, and I, okay, you, so we did it. <laughs> That's what I thought. So I really did it. It was completely crazy. So I learned a lot of things, a lot of things about direction, working with a lot of people, uh, working on the long feature like, because it's big. Yeah, it's a big long time and it's also long uh, film, so you have to focus on many things. So right. yeah. Well, well, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I, yeah, animated. Yeah. I mean, any film is collaborative, but I can't imagine the collaboration yeah. involved in a in a in an animated film like this. Yeah. Must have been. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of people. Well, uh, well, and and just in in closing, I know you're you've got to get going here, but um, the 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 acclaim that it's it's received, um, just I'm just from a, on a personal level as as an artist, just how do you feel when you when you hear people just gushing and the Academy Award nomination, the Caesar Award winning? I mean, how does that well, feel? That, well, that was really the best feeling I could ever have. I mean, uh, just in France. Uh, um, we had really good critics, so I was already really happy. I was happy with the uh, with, um, response from the audience and everything. And the uh, the um, Oscar nomination was something completely crazy for us, because for us in France, it was really a small film, and we were not even expecting to release it in the U.S., so being at the Oscar is something huge. And when I started visiting the studios in, in America, I felt like there was something... People were regretting that to the animation is not so we can't see so many to the animation uh, than yeah. before i mean before we had a lot nowadays yeah. it's more like cgi animation so mm-hmm. there was like a, a nostalgia a nostalgic feeling i don't know but something like 
yeah, it's good to see that, and you made it the right way, so, Very so congratulations. So I was really happy about that. It's a beautiful story. It's told exceptionally well. The animation is not this like kind of CG uh, yeah. that we were, we're, we see often in, in, in animated films. It's such a human and a humanizing film. Um, my congratulations to you and the entire uh Team, team. And uh, real very, last thing, are you working on anything, anything in the pipeline for us to look forward to? Yeah, I'm, I'm working right now on new projects. Um, so for now, it's all in the very early stages of the film. Okay. So I can't really give you a okay. synopsis because I have a lot of projects in my mind. But <laughs> right now, I'm working on a graphic novel, uh, waiting for the, my long feature projects to, to, to start. So, so right now, it's a graphic novel, and after that, I will get back to... Very good. Well, my congratulations to you. I, I look forward to your future work, and as well as Vincent Pitar and Stefan Albier, uh, all of it. Uh, thank you so much for being here on Film School, Benjamin Renner. Thank you. Thanks for that. Take care. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.